This episode of the Small Business Surgeon Podcast is brought to you by Texas Media Foundry. Engineer your reality at txfoundry.com. Welcome to the Small Business Surgeon Podcast, the show where we dissect the businesses of top producers, examine their growth strategies, and share with you the bare bones of their success. I am your host, Samuel Smith, and I'm glad you're here. Let's operate. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Small Business Surgeon Podcast. It's Friday, and it's time for the first Friday Fire of the year. I am really happy to be back. Um, I did take a couple of weeks off. First time in two years I haven't dropped a Friday fire. Uh, I was pretty tired, man. Uh, taking a break. There's a lot going on around the holidays and I don't batch record my Friday fires. I batch record all the interviews for the podcast, but the Friday fires I like to do every week because I, I keep a, a relevant topic. You know, it's stuff that's happened to me or more, more really more my clients during the week. And uh, I like to share that with you guys. So uh, we got a, a good sharing show today based on New Year's resolutions. But before we start, I want to thank you all for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, We're knocking down now nearly 35,000 downloads, so I'm super happy about that. Um, Thank you so much for listening. You guys have really helped out. Uh, You can find us on Instagram at Small Business Surgeon, Facebook at Small Business Surgeon. In fact, we're all over the internet at Small Business Surgeon. So if you like the show and if you gain any value of it, all that I ask is uh, do me a favor and share it because the the only ads I run on the show are for the businesses that I my own so uh, I'm trying to uh, to provide as much value as possible and uh, like I said if it's valuable to you do me a favor and share the show all right so moving on this week's Friday fire <clears throat> it's new year I want to talk about new year's resolutions and um, why they're just a bunch of bullshit like bullshit 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 because if you need a new year's resolution to make you do something there's probably something fundamentally wrong with the inside of your brain and you know i know that probably sounds a little insulting to a lot of you because like um it's january 6th today i'm not recording this on friday but like i'm pretending it's january 6th yeah so it's january 6th today so a lot of you are six days into your new year resolution um and you've been working out, you might have been to the gym a few times, you might have uh, given up coffee or given up alcohol or or whatever it is. Um, And, you know, I commend you for trying a New Year's resolution. You know, everybody comes around, well, New Year, New Me. And what happens is, like, in in December, after Thanksgiving, you're like, oh, man, I got pretty fat. And you end up patting your belly and poking it and all this other stuff. Man, I really should lose some weight. Well, you know, Christmas is pretty close. Fuck it, we'll just do it after Christmas. And then, you know, you end up setting this New Year's resolution. And you go hot and heavy in the gym. And you go, like, all this stuff. And by, you know, by the 20th of January, most of you are going to be just sitting at the house going, well, fuck, whatever. You you know, you get in at night and you're like, I've had a long day and I did this and I did that. Well, I deserve a reward. And then you start rewarding yourself. Well, you know, I did really great today. I did this and I did that. Yeah, I'm so fucking tired. I I don't want to cook. I'm just, I'm just going to get a pizza. Uh, uh, And all of a sudden you've like 
fucked up your New Year's resolution and you're back to how you were because the the, the New Year's resolution, it's just like a fucking feel-good. It's just like a Band-Aid. It doesn't actually fucking do anything past give you the motivation to move your ass and then do something. But it doesn't give you the discipline to follow through and to execute on that resolution every day. Um, Motivation without discipline is just a complete fucking waste of time, in my opinion. Um, You can be as motivated as you want to succeed and to do stuff, but without the discipline to do it, that's the real kicker. So you get a lot of people make New Year's resolutions because they want to be something and they want to be someone and and, and they want to work towards this stuff, but they don't have the discipline to execute. And within two or three weeks, they go back to exactly what they're doing. So I'm going to give you the way I operate. And I'm going to give you a better strategy than just making a New Year's resolution. Because if you made a New Year's resolution, um, I do salute you. Like, good for you. Well done. That means you want to get better. But let's take a look at how it actually works, okay? So I'll give you a couple of uh, couple of examples here. Let's say you want for your New Year's resolution to stop drinking alcohol. Right. Let's say you want to stop drinking alcohol. Well, you have to imagine, first off, what the perfect version of yourself looks like. And if you haven't done that exercise, if you haven't imagined the perfect version of yourself, um, I will put a link in this podcast to an exercise done by a mentor of mine. And it's been copied by hundreds of other uh, of these uh, gurus around the world. And it's where you imagine what the most ideal version of yourself looks like. And this is critical because you have to understand that if the most ideal version of yourself, and and, and when I do this, the most ideal version of myself is sober, the most ideal version of myself, you know, I I know what I'm wearing, um, I know how I'm standing, I, I know what my hair looks like, I know what my facial hair looks like, all this details of, of the the most, like, advanced, the best version of me. I really know what that looks like. So I have to ask, and you have to ask yourself, what does the best version of me look like? And then when you want a drink, you say, would the best version of me be having a drink right now? And when you understand what the best version of yourself looks like, you can act as though the best version of yourself would act. And I know that sounds really strange, but if I want to be sober, All I have to ask myself is, would the best version of me have this drink right now? Would the sober version of me have this drink right now? What are the consequences to my health, my fitness, and my overall mission from stopping what I'm doing and having this drink right now? And as I have the ideal version of me in my head, and as I remember what the drunk version of me was like, it becomes very, very easy to commit to staying sober. Now, look at this from a weight loss point of view as well. Let's say you're trying to lose weight, but you're a fat guy. In your head, you're a fat guy. You see yourself as a fat guy. You've been a fat guy. Look, look I can talk about this because I was a fucking fat guy, all right? I've been fat. It's not fun. Um, I've been very fat. Well, a lot fatter than I should have been. And it's not fucking fun at all. So the reason I can talk openly about alcoholism and obesity is because I was an obese alcoholic. Uh Uh-huh, right? So I've been there. So you're a fat guy, right? 
or a fat girl, but you identify as a fat girl. And so in your mind, you're identifying as a fat girl, but you're eating this diet, you're eating this salad, you're eating this fucking gluten-free shit because you want to be in shape. But you still feel as though you're a fat girl or a fat guy. And that's why you'll start to reward yourself with food when you've done well. So if you're obese and you rewire your thinking to say, you know what, I'm a healthy guy and I just happen to be overweight, but I'm a healthy guy and I'm going to be a healthy guy for the rest of my life. And then you ask yourself, what does a healthy guy do every day? Well, a healthy guy probably goes for a walk every day. Healthy guy probably tries to play with his kids every day or rides his bike with them or pushes them around in the pushchair, however old you are. A healthy guy is active every day. So if I'm a fat guy and I want to be healthy, I have to be active every day. And not just while I'm on a diet, for the rest of my life. And now let's take the diet into it. Because as a healthy guy, there's a lot of stuff that I just don't eat anymore. I spent years and years eating fried chicken and drinking alcohol and eating cheeseburgers and eating nachos and eating fucking cheese chili fries loaded with shit and like you all you've all done it because you know you, you get a little bit of money you're in your 20s you go drinking you get the food you get the eats you get the tacos you get what the fuck ever we've all done it we're all guilty of it and what it leads to is us you know putting on significant amounts of weight so i used to eat like that but because the ideal version of myself is not obese and is sober i had to start asking myself hey would the fit version of Sam eat these nachos right now? Does a healthy guy eat this fried chicken? What does a healthy guy eat? Because I'm a healthy guy. Even though I'm fat, even though I'm obese, I'm wiring my mind to say, no, I'm a healthy guy now. And a healthy guy is going to go on a walk every day because that's what healthy guys do. And a healthy guy is going to pick the right things to eat off of the menu. He's going to educate himself and most healthy guys I know don't eat out a whole bunch. And when they do eat out, it's meat and veggies and very little else. You know, I've been out with pro bodybuilders. You go out to the bar, restaurant with a pro bodybuilder, and you watch, and everything, everything is accounted for. Every calorie, every macro, all that stuff, because that's what a pro bodybuilder does. So if you want to be a healthy guy, don't make a New Year's resolution to become a healthy guy. Just become a healthy guy. I'm fat, I'm obese, I'm waddling around, I need a drink. What would a healthy guy do today? And that's how you got to frame it. That's how you got to frame these resolutions. It's the same in business, okay? Whenever I come against an obstacle in business, the first thing I ask is, what would a world-class entrepreneur do in this situation? And most of the time, I know the answer. A lot of the time, I don't like the answer, but most of the time, I know the answer. And because of the podcast and you know the amount of people I come into contact with in my network, I have the ability to ask world-class entrepreneurs what they do in that situation. 
But if I want to become a world-class entrepreneur and a world-class business owner and have impact to other entrepreneurs and teach other guys how this shit works, then every time I'm in a situation that is complex, every time I've got a decision to make regarding the future of my business, I treat that decision as though I am a world-class entrepreneur. When I'm not, like, you know, confession time, my checking account's overdrawn this week. Like, we got some big deals going on. And when you, like, when you play in these rooms, like, you can have six-figure swings in a week. And some weeks you get two or three of those and you're like, whoa, shit. And it's it's the same. Like, it doesn't matter how big you get. Um, it's the, uh, the, the decimal just moves, but the, the principles are all the same. So whenever I make a decision about my business, I make it from the mindset of how would a world-class business owner handle this? And then again, if I don't know the answer, I go look it up by going to world-class business owners or going to the, the Googling world-class business owners and finding the answers I need. So for every single thing that you want to change about yourself, for everything going into the new year, for all these resolutions that you've made to be better, start out by dialing in what the ideal version of you looks like and then go from there and then say to yourself as you're thinking about eating pizza because you've had a really rough day and you're tired and you want to skip your workout and say, look, I'm a healthy person. Would a healthy person eat this pizza right now? Or would a healthy person get their workout done and come back and eat their veggies and their chicken that they meal prep that's already in the fridge? You're not going to win every time. You're not. Like, you're still going to sneak a bit of pizza here and there. Shit happens. You'll have a drink every now and again. It's just how it works. But if you can win most days, if you can win most weeks, you can win most months, and then you can just win at life. And it all starts with, can I win today? Can I do the things today that a healthy person would do? Can I do the things today that a sober person would do? Can I do the things today that a world-class entrepreneur would do? And those are three questions that I ask myself every single day when I feel myself slipping, when I feel myself getting off track with my goals. See, my goals aren't New Year's resolutions. I know where I'm going. I know what my mission is, you know. We update it every so often. We do the fucking ideal version of yourself, ideal version of your business. We do the goal setting. We do the dreams. We do the vision board. I update that shit. But it's a constant process. It's not a New Year's resolution. It's a way of life. So ask yourself, as you want to be healthy, am I making the decisions a healthy person would make? As you want to be rich, am I making the decisions a rich person would make? as you want to be sober, and I'm making the decisions a sober person would make. And as my buddy Mark Zalmanoff, the fitness ninja says, make good choices. And that's about it. All right. So that's going to do it for me for today for Friday Fire. Um, I love you guys. It's going to be a banging 2023. There is so much activity going on around here with the Texas Media Foundry and with the Small Business Surgeon uh, Consulting. So um, as always, if you need any media, or if you need a little bit of help 
turning your business into a well-oiled and revenue-generating machine, come see me. Head over to smallbusinesssurgeon.com, follow us at Small Business Surgeon on Instagram or at Facebook, and uh, don't forget to hit subscribe on this podcast, and if you like it, share it and leave a review. All right, that's it from me. I'll see you all on Monday, and I have no clue who the guest is because I didn't fucking look. This has been the Small Business Surgeon Podcast. If you've made it this far, you clearly like it. So go on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. This helps people find the show and spread the good word. Share with friends and follow us at Small Business Surgeon on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you for your follow-up next week. The Small Business Surgeon was recorded at Texas Media Foundry in historic downtown Bryan, Texas. Check them out at txfoundry.com or on social media at txfoundry. Thanks for tuning in. This episode of the Small Business Surgeon Podcast is brought to you by Soapbox, the new home of censorship-free media. Find out more at soapboxnews.com.